Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining us this week, we have Jackie. Hi, everyone. And and Jackie, we were going to come together um, to talk about where we're at with dopey training and kind of motivate everybody else, except that as of recording today, breaking news, we have what we had all been fearful of for the last couple of months, uh, an official announcement from Ron Disney that we need to talk about. The official news that, that we kind of knew, knew about already. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things like we were kind of hoping it wasn't going to happen, and unfortunately it's going to look like that way. So Ron Disney has come out and said that unfortunately, due to all of the construction uh, going around Disneyland property, uh, with regards to the expansions on the property regarding Star Wars Land and the Marvel expansions, um, as well as the new uh, hotel that they're developing over there, they are putting uh, races out in Disneyland on hiatus indefinitely. Uh, so no timeline on this. Uh, speculation is at least two years, right? I think that's what we've, we've heard uh, for a little while. Yeah, and it's all and it's all rumors, but the only official thing is that it's officially on a hiatus, so any races for next year are definitely out. Um, so if you were one of the early registrants for uh, Lightside or Princess, you will be contacted about getting your refunds for uh, race fees. Oh, Tinkerbell. Or, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Oh, I'm sorry, Tinkerbell, not Princess. Uh, you know, you will be getting a, uh, an email shortly for uh, how to handle uh, refunds for your uh, your race fees for those races, as well as any accommodations you've made. Um, but a little sobering, right? Because I think we were all hopeful that we would get something next year, but it's looking like that's not it. And the Coast to Coast challenges are out the window as well, which is heartbreaking because we know a lot of people, especially within our group, that were hoping uh, for their Coast to Coast next year and a lot of people going for their first Coast to Coast next year. So <laughs> this seems like a lot to talk about today. So Jackie, what are your initial thoughts on Disneyland uh, indefinitely canceling the uh, Disneyland races? For me, personally, the word indefinitely scares me. Like, I was expecting this. It's not new, but that word indefinitely scares me. And I get they don't want to put a timeline. But I'm just like, is it forever? You know, you just don't know. Because is it really because of the construction? I guess that's what I wonder. That's what I get a little suspicious. Like, is it just that? Because I, I don't know, I was thinking about the race courses, and I'm like, are they really impacted by the area where Star Wars Land is? That's kind of my biggest problem with all of this, right? Like, regardless of what Disneyland's doing with construction-wise, Disney World has done far more the last few years with regards to construction, not just on the new um, theme park lands that they're developing and the new resort areas they're developing. Talk about infrastructure. You know the highway work, like the, the like everything that Disney World. I mean, the the races themselves have been so impacted over the last few years with everything that Disney World has been doing. I just can't imagine that that Disneyland is is that impacted that they can't figure a way around it all, right? Because last year we ran um, the Disneyland half weekend at like the peak of Star Wars construction, right? Like there was. Yeah. They had sections of Disneyland closed off that you couldn't do. Plus, they were doing the railroad stuff. They had to reroute the railroad. I just don't see, like, that. that's the only reason behind it, right? That, And, and to your yeah. point, Jackie, I think that's the, the part that keeps driving home to me is that there's got to be something more here, right? Like, that they're not telling us. And, and if, if there's, there's something, something more, does that, that indefinite, indefinite mean forever? 
<laughs> you know, yeah. that's what scares me. Like, because, like, what are these other reasons? If it's if it's not just it's just say it's not just construction. Like you and I are both rising. Then what is it? Is it the city of Anaheim? Is it this? Is it? I mean, again, we've heard lots of different stories. Um, and will those things still exist in two to three years? And what does that mean? You know, after the construction's done, will there be no races? Hmm. That's, that's what I'm personally afraid of because I enjoy the Disneyland races so much. They're so fun. The part that I kind of wonder with too was, you know, I think the the Disney World races by far have a greater capacity for a number of different reasons. I think they're more attractive to outside people. They can logistically hold more people, right? Um, yeah. I think that it's far more appealing to say you can run through four parks magically, right, as opposed to two parks and a lot of Anaheim. Okay. I wonder if they were having a hard time filling these races. Um, you guys noticed uh, at the last race that the Disneyland half weekend that there was a far fewer entrance, right? The, the, the capacity yeah, wasn't nearly what it used to be. Definitely felt very intimate, um, or, you know, like to the point where we met a lot of people over the weekend and we would see that at every race. Like that really doesn't happen at Disney World. Um, people we, you know, we had met maybe Friday at the 5K, we ended up seeing on the course several times or after in the finish area or before. Like, And I just feel like that, that kind of stuff doesn't really happen in Disney World unless you, you know, pre-plan and meet up, like let's meet at this point because it, it is so much more enormous. There's so many more people. So it did seem smaller. Um, are they making as much money? Is money an issue? Because, because there's, there's so, so many, many more locals, locals that do it in California, does, does the, the park, park itself make less money? People, people have annual passes, passes they're not maybe staying well, in that's kind of That's kind of my point, you know, because the, the, the rap on Disneyland races for a long time has been it's a very local, locally driven race, right? Like, it's locals that are doing it, and lo- we all know with Disneyland, historically, it's very locally driven park. Now, that is going to change probably with the additions that they're doing with Star Wars, um, in, in, you know, potentially the new resort uh, that they're working on. But I, I, I just think, you know, again, from a money-making standpoint, they have to look at it and say, are we spending too much money and not getting enough of a return? You know, whereas, you know, realistically, Run Disney, even though it's a separate entity, still kind of works in, in partnership with the parks, right? Like they have to work in partnership with the resorts and the parks to, to make things work. And with, with Disneyland... Realistically, there's, you know, three resorts they can make money on. You know, there's, and, and how many of these um, runners are coming in and actually staying at resorts? Not many. You know, we have to think of percentage-wise. It's not like when you go to Disney World, you have 20-some-odd resorts to choose from that people will love to go to on their own, and then you add in the running element to it. it it's just, it's a, it's a different animal. And I wonder if that's what we're looking at more than anything, right? Like. You're looking at Disneyland as, as trying to shift from a local park to a much more appealing um, entity globally. This might be a step in that direction. I'm a little concerned if we're not going to get that back. Me too. That's my fear. And you think about the locals, they drive in that morning, they run the race, they go home. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, so if I did one at home. And, and I, I, mean, I, I wish I knew the percentage of how many are local versus how many stay. But, but even, even the ones, ones that do stay, like myself, I'm not staying at a Disney property. No. I'm staying at, you know, a Best Western. 
you know, you do, do they, they get, get any money? money? I don't know. And, and the, the other, other thing was when they passed the rule where you have to pay the, the volunteers. The volunteers. Yeah. Was that a huge changing point? Are I they think, realizing they're not making the money? There's I think that was the tipping people. point, right? Because that, that's something that where, where Disney World, you know, they can, they can get all these volunteers to come in and, and help run their race. And they comp them tickets or whatever. You know, you get what you know. You get a park ticket for, for helping us out for this day or whatever. Now California. But even if you get a park ticket, now you're in the park. You spending money. Your food. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. spend money there. But California has said you can't do that anymore. You have to pay these people to do it. And and Run Disney has to look at it and say we can't viably do that anymore because they're already charging a premium, right? I mean, yeah. Run Disney races are already expensive. And, and, and we can we can point them and say, you know, they, they can afford to do this, that, the other, whatever. The reality is they're a business, right? And they have to look at it and say, well, we're going to pay volunteers to do what we normally would get for free, right? Um, and, and now we have to pay them, and that's eating into our margins. And, and already the, the California races don't have the capacity that uh, Florida races do, just from the sheer size of the property, right? Like, they can't house the amount of people that... Uh, Florida can because of what we just talked about resort the fact there's only two parks they have to rely on the city of, of Anaheim a lot more than than Disney does anything else right like in Florida so I, I think that again from a business model they, they look at it and say well that's that's kind of like the final nail in the coffin we're, yeah. we're not doing these anymore the, the first, first race, race was, was Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell right, right with, with the, the paid, paid the paid this year yes so I'm wondering if, like, they waited and they looked and said, wow, this cost us a lot. I think I look at the amount of volunteers that were at Disneyland last weekend. There was a lot. I mean, all those tables, all those water stations, um, it's got to cost so much. And then you think about what, what we pay as runners, like, to, jo- to sign up, it's still, they, are they even making a profit at this point? Mm-hmm. Think about what your local race needs. So I ran the Boston Half a couple weeks ago, and it's a capacity of, let's say, 10,000 people. It's not more than that, right? It's a very small capacity race. You have buses to get you there. You have, the moment you get off the bus, you have people directing you where to go. You have the, the starting area where there's all these people, you know, basically coordinating stuff. You have people giving out shirts. You have people doing this, that, the other. You have people on course to make sure that you're going the right way and that they're diverting traffic. You have police details. All of these things normally cost money, but you're getting a lot back in the free volunteers. Run Disney in California lost all of that. So, I mean, that's a huge amount of money, just logistically. And and I think, and honestly, that to me is the biggest piece, because they were trying to look at it and say, okay, how can we logistically run these races where we don't have to rely on the surrounding areas as much and still make a profit? And I think that's what took them so long to make this announcement, and that's what scares me is that ultimately they said, no, we can't. So we're going to say, we're going to put on a hiatus, but I think ultimately unless something changes, I don't think we're going to see him again. I really don't. I really don't think the construction has much to do with that. No. The construction was there. The construction is there now. It was there last year. Like you said, the hotel, the the parking garage is there. All this stuff's been around. Yeah, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. So... So, so I, I feel, feel a little sad. sad. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I feel, I feel even, even more, more sad, sad now that we're talking about. I know. Oh man. It makes me want to do superheroes that much more. Which at least you get one more. You get one more Disneyland race. I know. 
And then, I think that's the part that kills me is, is you know, it, it's one of those things like, you know, if I'd never run a Disneyland race, I'd be fine with it, right? Because it's like, eh, whatever, I'm fine. But having run the Disneyland races and realizing that, you know, a number of different things. One, Disneyland is that much better, right? Like, as, as, as an entity, you know, I think it works a lot better than it does Florida. And the races are just that much better, I think. I think it just, they're so conducive to, you know, you know these race weekends, I think you get much it's more bang for your buck. It's things. It's things. And, yeah. and, you know, maybe it isn't the city of Anaheim. Maybe it's things for them, too. Maybe they were getting a lot of money, and it just... Maybe that law is really what killed that. That whole... I don't know. I certainly think it, it, it's. I, I think that was one of the final nails that really drove Disney to this decision because, like, like you said, the construction is nothing new. We saw the worst of it last year. I can't imagine, you know, anything being worse than last year where half of Disneyland has been shut off. Like, you can't yeah. even do a loop around Disneyland because it's closed off. You know, you can't. You know, and yeah. like even like the like you said, the secondary stuff that's kind of going around around the resort. That's that's nothing new. It's it's been going on. This is nothing new. And, and Florida is going through much, much worse when, when it comes to construction and, and, and overhaul. And it's going to continue to happen over the next few years. But they're never going to shut down those races. Yeah. Because they don't have to pay people to run them. And, you know, it's you have it's much more of a destination place. Well, well I, think I think we, we got to find a way to get, get you to California. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, my God. Now I really want to do superheroes. So for those of you doing superheroes, you're lucky. This is the last one. I think it's, it's going to sell out, too, real quick now. I mean... As of recording, it hasn't yet. The Gauntlet Challenge is still out there. Uh, the Half is still out there. And I think that's it. I think it's just the Half and the Gauntlet Challenge that are still available. The Five days are done. Like, some people are just not into super, you know, the Marvel superhero thing. Yeah, but at this point, do you really care about the theme? It's the last Disneyland race that we could potentially see, so... I hope we're wrong. I really hope we are. I, I hope that in a year or two we'll get an announcement saying they're coming back because we've oh, been man. very vocal about how much we love Disneyland races and Disneyland in general. It's just it's a different vibe out there, right? I know. What, we're we're going to have to find a, a reason to go, go out there, there again. I mean, besides, besides just Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> I know. It gave you a little bonus reason to go. Obviously, we all love the parks and we can still go and visit the parks. But I think... When you, th- when you think of a, of a run Disney event, right? Like, and, I, and I've been very vocal about this in the past. Like, I, I hate... My biggest drawback to, to Florida is <clears throat> with the expo. It's such a process to get from where you are to the expo, to get through everything that you need to do, and then back. You waste, like, pretty much a whole day or half a day yeah. just to, to get the expo done, where at Disneyland, you go, mm, I'm going to go to the expo, get my stuff, I'm going to go back to my room, drop it off, I'm going to go to the park... I might go to two parks that day. It's just the the look, you know. There's so much that works well in Disneyland that you know Florida doesn't have going for it. I really wish more people could experience it, and I really hope. In the whole coast to coast thing, right? The coast to coast is cool. That's really. You know, you get to do a race in Florida and a race in California. You get a special medal. You know, how many people get to say they do that, right? Like very few every year they actually get to do that. And now that's not there anymore too. So. That's a shame. We had a lot of because we know a lot of people that were hoping to do their first coast to coast next year, and now that I can be able to do it, That's so disappointing. very disappointing. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to all the people that, that you know are disappointed. disappointed. It's, it it's stinks. I I, mean, I I know, know if it was, it was one, one of you know, know just imagine if they canceled Dopey, I'd be you know, know we've been planning this and you have your mindset on it. You got your plans and your vacation and your time off. 
I mean, I the, the, the rumors, rumors are always have been around now for a few months, so, so I think people's people had, had a little time to digest it. It's not yeah. out of left field, but it's still like that bad news you don't want to hear. It's just I, for me personally, the ones reporting the rumors were always the sites that I don't like because <laughs> they're <laughs> they're notorious for 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 throwing every rumor out there, and they'll every now and then something will stick, and they'll say, "See, I told you." And <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. this is one of those we're ones that's sticking. So from from a fanboy standpoint. Uh, it, it, it's kind of driving me crazy, uh, the, you know, that we have to say, yeah, unfortunately they were right on this one. Um, but I, I think, you know, also too, God, I mean, just, we always talk about Disneyland and Disney World, and we always hate to see them cutting back on anything, right? Like, because we, we, it just, it, it, it's such a, a process and, and a cost to, to be able to enjoy the, you know, either park or either resort. And anytime there's a cutback, you're always dejected, right? Like the, these are the things that kind of I think dig at me more than any change that they make uh, regarding an attraction, or uh, you know if they're going to change an attraction or add an attraction or, or, or you know add a resort, do something different at a resort. Anytime they take something away, it's always more painful, right? Because it's like God, it just stings, right? Because it, it's yeah. like you're, you're spending more money to do things, and yet they they're constantly taking free. away, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like you, you can, can enhance things, things, but don't, don't take, take away, away things, things yeah. right? And couldn't there be like a compromise? And we had talked about this before where it's like, okay, you know, maybe they did too many races in Disneyland and it's just not feasible anymore, but can we do a couple? Can we, just, just can we still do the Disneyland? Yeah. Like that, that you got to have a flagship, right? Like you got to, I mean, Disneyland Paris gets one. Like how can California not have one, right? Like, exactly. you know, like how can, how can you not, like we can have races out in China or, or, or in Japan but we can't have one here, like in, in California. That just, to me, is silly. <sighs> Sorry, we're, we're going to be venting a lot tonight because this is very important to us. <laughs> and, and honestly, I've only, I, and, and I've only done one Disneyland race weekend. <laughs> Jackie's done a bunch. So I, and, and for me, just that one race weekend, it's, it's been that impactful where it's like, I really want everybody to experience this because this is something that, Again, it's just, it's different. And I think I it's... I did have this little, like, the, this one girl on our Joyful Miles Running Club, our Facebook group had posted, well, maybe they're going to open up her 40th birthday in 2020, and and she just had this, like, vision of, like, maybe this is what's going to happen. And I was like, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, say we're wrong. Wouldn't it be awesome if they did have it, like, the light side, like, when the Star Wars land opened? I'm hoping... That would be amazing. I mean, obviously, I'm hoping we're wrong. Right, yeah. but I, I think financially, like, like just looking from, from a business, business perspective, perspective only, as we're discussing it, 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 it makes sense. sense. If it was really just about construction, we would have got this announcement a long time ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they were gonna say we have to we have to hold off for a while because of everything going on, we would have got this <laughs> announcement a long time ago. The fact they waited this are, long. And if you run, run the races, races really, what, what where, where are we, are we running? running? That, that is going, going to be under construction. construction. I don't. Where's, where's this new hotel, hotel going? going? Do you know? It, uh, I don't know the logistics. It's uh, it's obviously within the property, so it's within like the downtown Disney area. Okay. Um, but but still, again, I can't. I just I can't fathom anything impacting something that you can't reroute, right? Like you can't. Yeah. They're, so and they're constantly in, the in Disneyland. Disneyland of all of the courses, I feel like they're always changing their courses more so than Florida, right? Like they're always kind of tweaking their courses 
year to year in race to race, right? Aren't they, they're always yeah. kind of doing things a little differently. So I, mean, like, I don't like, think it's that simplistic. Parks, you're heading out away from the property toward the stadium, like where they did the car show. That, that has zero to do with Disney. Disney. I mean, I mean you're, you're far. You're, you're going, going even Tink, Tink. You're through the city streets. Like, like you're, you're nowhere, nowhere near any of that. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then even when you loop back, back around, around the park, you come up. Was it Catella? And then you turn left. I think Excel Harbor. I'm turning my streets right. I'm picturing them. And then you turn right down that street that like cuts right through the by the AMC Theater. Like you're not. I don't, I don't see where construction, construction impacts that. I, I just don't. I mean, the whole Star Wars land has, has been blocked off now for... That's what I mean. Like, we did it last year, and, and like I said, the construction was at its peak. You had the railroad closed. Yeah. You couldn't get from point A to point B because there was no Definitely loop. we were running in areas of the parks that we didn't run in last year, this mm-hmm. year. Um, we, we definitely we ran, ran up back behind Splash Mountain. That, that wasn't... We didn't do that last year. And when and you then, look... And when you look at what Florida is going to be doing, not just what they have done, but what they're still doing and going to be doing over the next few years, it's not going to get any easier out there, but they're still going to be running races. So I, I have to think that the, the volunteer thing has to be, you know, front of mind um, when it comes to, you know, you know, just the, the sheer business of, of running these races. And, I, and unless something changes in that legislation, I, I'm afraid to say we may not, never see a race out there again. What, 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 do you know exactly the logistics of the law? Like they can't have volunteers for. So uh, I don't know the specifics of it, but I know I know that they can't have uh, volunteers run these races anymore. They have to be paid. Anytime you run. Um, an, I think it's something to do with for a company that's for profit. Like yeah, so they're not running for charity, right? Like we all know, Disney races aren't for charity. Um, so they can't. They, you know, you can't use park tickets or hotel stays. As compensation, so you have to pay them, and I, I can't remember what the rate is offhand, whether it's you know seven bucks an hour or whatever. But I mean, think about that. Multiply that by. I mean, it doesn't cost them anything to give a ticket out to somebody to say, oh, you know, you're gonna volunteer here, go spend a day in our park and, and spend some more money, right? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't cost them anything to do it, but if they have to like spend. Yeah, you know what? And these so these volunteers are out there at like two o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, roughly. So you know, eight hours times, you know, say it's, even if it's conservatively five, let's say it's five dollars an hour, right? That's what, you I know. I think you'd have to pay minimum wage, don't you? I don't know what California minimum wage is, so well, I don't know. Well, that's, that's got to be around ten bucks. It's got to be around ten dollars an hour. I know it's higher than It's got to be less than that, because I think Boston, I think Massachusetts is around eleven or twelve now. I think, I think California's, California's high because New York, York is like 8.75. It's kind of around 10. 10. I don't know. But okay, let's say $10 an hour. If you're out there for eight hours times, times thousands and thousands of, 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 of volunteers. How many people do you It's <laughs> a lot think of about people. It. One, one, one mile, mile marker, marker, you got, you got like probably 100? Yeah. 50, 200? Oh, this, this is, is just, just a bummer. bummer. It's a it's a huge bummer, and it's not what we wanted to talk about today. But it's the news well, we've been we waiting for, right? It. Yeah, and you know, we, we are, are lucky. lucky. I'm lucky. Yeah. Lucky. We have some Me too. wonderful memories. I'm so, so glad we got, we got to do it. it. I really um, wish I was doing superheroes, but 
um, that's probably not going to happen. But I, I just, you know, and, and and for those of you that are listening as of a recording right now, Super House is still open. So I think if you have a chance to get out there and do it, regardless of what you think of the theme, do it. The yeah. Gauntlet Challenge is still open. The Christmas uh, time. The half marathon is still open. Yep. And if if Halloween, I have to say, if Halloween is any indication, Disneyland is upping the game with theming, right? Uh, from what we're seeing from the, the Halloween decorations in Cars Land and just around DCA, the incorporation of both parks uh, to the theming I think has been huge. Um, I, I would want to be out there for it. And, and so if you, if you're on the fence and it's still available, just do it. I, I, you know, the, I was checking hotel availability. There's still some <clears throat> hotels in the area that have availability. Granted, not everyone's too cheap right now. Uh, you're getting a bit of a, a premium bump, I think. Um, but you, you can still, I think, theoretically do it on the cheap. It just so happens that it's the week after New York for me, and I, I just can't do it. I can't. I, I really want to. <laughs> you never know. Because you know my feelings on Disneyland. I love it. Well, and, and I also, if you're a runner and you've never been to Disneyland, Disneyland I, I definitely go. If you're a huge Disney World fan and you're like, yeah, I don't want to go to Disneyland, I remember I was not excited to go to Disneyland. I thought, well, it's a race. And I ended up falling in love with that park, and I actually prefer it over Disney World. Yeah, I do too. So if you've never been, and even if there's not a race, find a way to go to the West Coast and make a trip to Disneyland. I think pound for pound, and we said this recently, I think Disneyland races offer the biggest bang for the buck when it comes to running in the parks. Because with Disneyland World, it's always hit or miss, right? Because you got, um, you know, you have part. You may run briefly through Hollywood Studios right now, based off everything going on over there. You get parts of Animal Kingdom. Um, you may get Epcot a little bit, and you get a little bit of Magic Kingdom sometimes. But it's a lot of highways, and it's a lot of nothing. <laughs> Whereas, at least, at least with Disneyland, when you're doing a half marathon, you're on the streets, in the in the town, that people are out cheering. And you get a bit yeah. of the culture. Like, in, in, in the parks themselves are just phenomenal. Running through Cars Land, um, running through uh, Paradise Pier, I think are the two biggest areas that I, I think everybody should do at least once because I, it's just, it's awesome. And then you're running through the park that Walt built. So it's, we've gushed enough about Disneyland to say that you need to do this at least once. So <laughs> if, you have a, if you have a chance... There's still some openings. You need to do it. This could be the last one, you know, to, to quote Gonzo, you know, <laughs> Gonzo from the Muppet Vision 3D. Forever? Forever. Forever. I, isn't that from Sam, too? too? Forever. Forever. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but the Disney nerds that listen to us will know it from Muppet Vision. Forever? That's, like, really nerdy, because I've, I've seen, seen that. that. I don't remember, I remember that. that. Jackie's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are the Muppets? I have seen it. <laughs> I do know who the Muppets are. <laughs> so I want to know what your thoughts are. Uh, be sure to tweet at us. Uh, send us your, your, your response. Uh, this is a big news. This is what we've been waiting for. Unfortunately, it's here. And unfortunately, it's not good news. But fingers crossed that maybe we're wrong. You know, Maybe we will get those Disneyland races back in a year or two. Uh, once the dust kind of settles, uh, but again, I just I can't. I mean, when you look at Disneyland, what they're doing, 
I just don't see how that impacts the races. I mean, Disneyland, Disney World is doing so much more when it comes to development and, and tearing stuff up. Um, you know, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're wrong. I really hope we can get back to Disneyland and do other races after this. Uh, but want to know your thoughts. Are you are you saddened? Uh, and what do you think? Uh, I will say one of the, 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 the quick comments I've seen out there is that the concern is now the Walt Disney World races will fill up that much more quicker. Jackie, your thoughts on that? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know necessarily about that because, because again, there was such, such a local vibe over there. It, you know, it, it is. is if, you, if you live in California, California and you have an annual pass there, let's face it, it's, it's a huge chunk of money to go all the way to Florida to run a race. And I'm sure there are races every weekend in California. Um, yeah, you're going to have, you know, your hardcore Disney people, but they've probably been doing it all along anyway. So that's, so that's my, my feeling. feeling. I, don't I don't know if they're going to sell there quicker. quicker. It would be it would be great if they can bring back another race to Disney World, World maybe Tower of Terror or something like that, that. Um, to maybe fill the void. I'm trying, I'm trying to think, because there's, there's a gap, gap now from Princess all the way into Wine and Dine. Wine and Dine, yeah. That's a long... Oh, no, 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 Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, but still, that's that's April to November. That's a long time. Yeah, April to November is a long time. But so, you think about it, November, January, April. That's, they're pretty close together. On the flip side, on the flip side, do you ever foresee Walt Disney World adding in races again? Like you said, so one of the things that attracted me initially to run Disney was Tower of Terror, right? Like, that was the weekend. Uh, I'll never forget it. I, that was the weekend in 2012. When I was at the Epcot, week, you know, the 30th anniversary weekend, right? And all these people are running around with their Tower of Terror medals. And I was like, I got to do a Disney World race, right? This, <laughs> th- that's what really inspired me more than anything. And then that race didn't exist anymore by the time I got into it. But do you ever think they'll bring it back? Like, will they bring back Tower of Terror? Will they bring back additional races to Florida to kind of compensate for what's not happening in California yeah. anymore? That would be, like, insane. That would be so exciting. But isn't it a different run Disney company in Florida than it is in California? Yes, because that, and that, I think that's why we get the two announcing uh, crews as well, because you get... Because I'm wondering if because of, does it not matter? Like, with them being gone, does it really do anything different? Well, I'm just thinking from a business standpoint. Disney and California think, like, hey, let's capitalize on this. Exactly. more people sign up. Why, Why was Tower of Terror canceled? Is it really because of the construction? Or is it because of the weather? Were they running into a lot of issues with the heat? I think Disney has run into a lot of issues with night races in general. I think that's, yeah. But you have to consider when they were run, too. Like, you, you know, Tower of Terror was always, what, end of September, early October, right? Like, that's yeah. that's when they were and, run. And, you know, the Food and Wine Festival has really taken over. Like, that thing, that starts early. Yeah, you basically go from Flower and Garden to Food and Wine. Yeah, it's one long I mean, festival. I don't think it started that early when they had the Tower of Terror. I think that's been in recent years. that They bumped it all the way up to like early September. And the Food and Wine Festival brings in a lot of money, so do they need the race? I don't know. But could they do a morning race, Tower of Terror? I don't know, but I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, you know, just thinking out loud here. You know, so we have Marathon in January, and then we have Princess in February, right? Disney's always looking to close the gaps in Florida when it comes to downtime. So last year they added the Festival of the Masters, right? Like the 
that January festival for uh, like a month between the two. Um, they're always looking to add, you know, obviously they, they're always extending Flower and Garden and Food and Wine. So like, would they want to be adding these race weekends intermittently to kind of, you know, kind of counteract those, those lulls in business? I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see that, especially next year. Now that we have an official announcement, uh, from Disneyland saying the only feasible races. time I see them doing, them doing it though would be end of September. Yeah, but go back to March and April because well, first of all, well, no, go back, go back to um, the Everest uh, challenge that they had. That was in May, wasn't it? But was I kind of feel like Dark Side has replaced that in a way. It's maybe two weeks sooner. Yeah, but now that you know, Animal Kingdom has kind of died down, and 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 the development there is kind of you know fizzled out a bit. You have Pandora open. I could definitely I foresee. Don't, a, I don't uh, see them doing one in May, two weeks, like two. Because figure, if Easter's late, say Easter's end of, of April, like April 23rd. Yeah, but Darkside, Darkside runs into Easter sometimes. I think Darkside's always the week after Easter. It's always like a week or two after. Depending on what it is. I think last year it was on Easter, wasn't it? Or like the week after Easter? The weekend following. Like, they, like don't they don't want to mix, mix it with the spring break rush, so they, they kind of, I think, always put dark side a little bit after. after. I, I could see them doing the Everest maybe in September. Because, because you don't, don't want to go until too late in May, May because, because it gets too hot, hot and then you're with your summer crowds. So I almost feel like the only, personally, I feel the only room really that they would do it would be September. I don't see them doing, you know, June, July, August. A, because of the heat, B, because right. of summer crowds. Um, May, you're, you know, you got to watch end of May because of Memorial Day. And then, so I almost feel like it has to be early May, but I just feel like it's too close to Star Wars. It, 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 it would be a matter of weeks, and I just feel like that's, that's just too close. Could they add an early December? Because early December is historically a downtime for them as well. Could they do like a Christmas-type run or something in December? I, I mean, I know it's close like to marathon. You're close. in between food and wine like and marathon, be, but... Yeah, I feel like it would just be too close. Personally, I just don't think they would do it. I think September is, you know, a possibility. But I don't know, was it really construction? Why they I don't know. Like, just th- Again, just thinking how Disney operates. They're never going to turn down an opportunity for revenue, right? Like, so the fact that they're going to be giving... Regardless of what it costs to run these races and regardless of, of, of the logistics of it all, there's still revenue to be made. Uh, with all these races out in Disneyland, so you have, so you had Tink, you had um, what were the other races? Uh, Lightside. Lightside. You have Superheroes, of, uh, and you have the Disneyland weekend, right? That's four races for four race weekends. Is that mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So that's four race weekends that they're losing revenue on. They're not going to replace that somewhere else. I don't know. I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Or are we going to see an expansion overseas? Are we going to see an expansion with Paris? We're we going to see an expansion with what's going on in in, in Hong Kong and in, in Shanghai and in, in uh, Tokyo. I don't know because like the Tokyo was it Tokyo or Shanghai that had it? Like we didn't hear much about it over here. I think. No. No, you definitely didn't. But they have the red, running community like we have here. You know, it's, it's definitely a trend. Um, Paris. I don't, I, is that also a different company? I don't know. A different run Disney company? Hmm. Would you do a Tower of Terror if it was during the day? Oh, I, I would do it at night. 
But if they didn't have it at night, would you do a morning one? Absolutely. If they, if they said, okay, we're going to do a Tower of Terror 10-miler or whatever distance, and and you're going to... So here's here's the caveat, right? Like, you get, you get an opportunity... So we talked about this before with, um, you know, having attractions open for races. If they had Everest open... Or, I'm sorry. If they had Tower of Terror open for the period of the race before the park opens i would absolutely be all in all in you get to ride tower of terror as part of your race absolutely i would do it well so the selling point with um tower of terror was also the after party right kind of like one day right so if they're going to do it in the morning what's the what's the draw i don't want to be you know fighting elbows with people with date with daytime guests if they're going to do it the same way they, they did with food and wine but if they if they could sit there and say we're going to have tower terror open during the whole race that you guys we're going to start at five o'clock in the morning i would absolutely do it absolutely in heartbeat because i love that theme right because it just it's yeah. it's a great theme i think it, it's it cool it's conducive the like, yeah the villain and, 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 and you know it's funny because disney's always dabbling with these villain events and they never quite stick with them, but they're hugely popular, right? Remember, remember when the studios did that that villain that that uh, when no, they were doing the, the the um like the what was the the theme of the year or whatever it was? It was like that um the special uh, events whatever it was like the one time only events. And they had it was that, like villains. Yeah, they had the Friday the Thirteenth villains event, and they like busted out the capacity. There was more complaints than they knew what to do with because they couldn't handle the people. Um. <laughs> And you couldn't physically meet all the characters and everything that went with it. But the villains are hugely popular, and I think that just lends itself uh, to whatever Disney wants to do, whether it be an event or a meet and greet or a race. Hugely I mean, popular. They could still, you can do, you know, Tower of Terror race in the morning, and then have the party just like they do wine and dine. Yeah, there's only two attractions. Hey, eventually. It will be the the park that that yeah. that I love it to be. Uh, again. But you know what I mean? Like I think we'd all still be willing to do it. I but even do it. so, even even when um, you know, like say like you know, once all the constructions on Toy Story Land is open and, and, and Star Wars is open, don't don't you feel like there's another race there that that could happen? Like outside of like Tower Terror or or, or Star Wars, like you you've got you know, there's a lot you can do. Um, that would, that would be, be awesome, awesome to have, like, like just a, a villain's race, race. And, and then, then each, each year have, like, a different villain on the metal. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. That'd be great. Just have all the bad. Have, like, Vader and a witch. The witch from the great movie ride that's no longer there. Yeah. And the facilitator. The facilitator. Dr. Facilier. Jackie just finally saw that movie for those keeping score at home. Uh, He's a little behind. It's like the collector in Guardians, right? <laughs> so anyway, so I, I think um, easy to say that we're, we're we're all very disappointed with what's happening in California. Sad to say that it's finally you know it's here. This is what it is. This is what we're dealing with. We hope we're wrong. We hope that it, you know eventually they do come back uh, once all is said and done. Because uh, we love Disneyland. I mean, I think, you know, again, when you, when you look at the parks pound for pound, Disneyland is just better. The races are better. They're just you different. Know people are I know. There's that East Coast bias, right? You know, it's like anything with sports or you, you get that, you know, the, your division of coasts. It's like, oh, no, the East Coast is better. 
And for a long time, I subscribed to that theory too, right? Like, you know, until you really experience it. And even, you know, the first time I went to Disneyland, I didn't get it. You know, because being so used to Florida, you're like, mm, psh, it's not even close, right? But then... Sometimes it depends on your experience, you know? Yeah, but I think, you know, once you really understand what Disneyland is and you appreciate it for what it is, pound for pound, yeah. it's, it's way better. Way better. So I hope that we're wrong and that we will see a uh, Disneyland presence again with Ron Disney. But sad to say, it's not going to be next year and probably not the year after, from what we're hearing. So I want to know... I know we're going to cry. So I want to know what you guys think. So reach out to us. Let us know what are your feelings on Disneyland. Do you care? Are you an East Coaster? And you're like, uh, whatever, I have my, my WDW races to look forward to. I'm too concerned about Dopey. Um, can't give a crap about Disneyland. Or are you in the camp of us? And you say, damn, I'm going to miss those races. Disneyland's the best. We're all about the West Side. Um, you should totally end this podcast with Boys to Men. Like, it's so hard to say goodbye, <laughs> say goodbye to, yesterday. to yesterday. Well, that's your joyful jam for the week. <laughs> the memories that made us that's a wonderful jam for the week. So I don't, I don't want to end on a down note. So I do want to talk, um, Jackie, a little bit. What we initially wanted to talk about, <laughs> because we are so close to January still, uh, we are. I mean, God, we're coming up. We're gonna make, uh, you know, fast pass uh, reservations here in a couple weeks for January. So that means we're almost 60 days out from Dopey, which is crazy to think about. We've been, We've been planning, planning this for, for what, what? A year? Oh right my now? God. Uh, I think longer than that because I think I knew after my first marathon in 20, oh God, what year was that? What year were we in? 2016. Yeah. Uh, so that I wanted to do Dopey, but it wasn't going to be able to do this year, so I knew it was going to be the following year. So it's been a, a couple of years for me. Uh, and I know a lot of people have been building up to it. And we know a lot of people now <laughs> who are, are going to be tackling their first Dopey this year. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about training, uh, about where we're at, where we should be at, uh, and kind of what to expect over these next few months. And, and Jackie, since you've been the, you know, you're kind of the veteran dopey runner of the two of us. Just kind of quickly uh, want to talk about like where you're at, where you think uh, people should be at, and, and just kind of some overall thoughts. Well, for me personally, I'm loosely following the Jeff Galloway training program, which I believe we're in week 13. I'm trying to look it up right now. And I, like I said, I'm loosely following this. I'm not a schedule type of person. I kind of oversee what other people are doing on Facebook, and they'll say, oh, this week we're supposed to do this much. And I try to kind of follow that. So... It looks, it looks like, like right, right now, now we're, what are we in? October? We're in week, oh gosh, not week 13, we're in week 18? It looks like. Or week 17. So I think right now it says you're supposed to be running about 17 miles. Um, I've tapped out at 15 so far. So I did a long run this past weekend. I did 15 miles, um, which I'm happy about. I'm ahead of where I've ever been for any other race, you know, any other dopey or goofy challenge. So. I'm feeling pretty good right now. What about you? I feel great. A little different for me because I, I do have um, the New York full marathon to run here uh, just inside of three weeks now. Uh, almost two weeks by the time this comes out. Uh, and I did 22 miles this last Sunday, uh, which has been my longest run. 
which is good because the week before I did uh, the Boston half and I just felt like crap. Like I just haven't been sleeping well, right? The kids have been not sleeping well at night, so I haven't been sleeping well at night. And I just couldn't shake it. And and, and even though it, it's it's fascinating how running can be sometimes, right? Because like I look back on it and and I had the same pacing for the Boston half that we had at Broad Street, the same exact pacing, but I felt much better at Broad Street than I did at the Boston half. And then I run Did you 20... just think you would be faster because you'd run further? And like... Well, I think, I think also, too, the progression of training, right? Like, you expect to be a little bit faster. But also, I was specifically trying to start slower. Because typically, I'm a, I'm a fast starter. Like, I'm going to start, like, between 8 and 9 mile an hour pace. Where, for Boston Half, I wanted to start at around a 10, knowing that I wanted to try to save myself for later on. Because the hills coming back are just... They, they kill you. It's, it's, it's a very downhill going out. It's an out and back, so downhill going out, very uphill coming back. And I just I just couldn't ever turn it on and, and ramp it up, and I just felt I was slowing down uh, once I hit those hills coming back, which, which kind of sucked. But um, interesting, though, when I ran 22 this past week, I was running basically the same pace as the Boston half, but I felt much better. I wasn't, awesome. I wasn't hurting. Yeah, like I wasn't, I wasn't hurting. Felt much better. I felt like I was, you know, much more consistent with my pacing. So it's, it's, it's kind of interesting the, 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 the kind of, you know, the mind games that, that happen as a, as a course of, uh, of your training. And I think, you know, to me, and this is why I've always stressed, like, you got to get out there. You got to spend some time. You got to do three, four, four hours out on the road, regardless of what you're doing just to get that mental aspect to it because it's such a mental game more than yeah. anything like more than the physical right like you know even physically running 22 miles is tough but mentally doing it is a completely different thing so your mindset going into it and coming out of it is is going to really define i think how you you kind of produce on on race day and you know and and, and that's where we're at so you've got to be at a point now where you're at least doing what would you say jackie at least double digits 12, 13 miles yeah, as a long run? I think 13, you know, I think double digits at this point. If you can do 13, half at this point, I think, okay, you're good. Yeah. I mean, I never want to discourage people who aren't there. I don't want you to feel like, oh, crap, I'm screwed. Because I think some people can just bust it out at the last minute like that. But um, at this point, you definitely want to... You, you definitely, definitely want to increase your miles. You, you want to get, get used to being, being out there for hours. hours. You just, you you just, just got to do it. And there's yeah. a consecutive I mean, aspect to it. No, there's a, and there's a consecutive aspect to it, too. So, that, I mean, fine enough for me to say I'm training for one marathon, right? And I'm going to do 22 miles as my long run. With Dopey, you're training for four races in four days. That okay. is very unusual from anything else that you ever trained for. You know, it's a pretty unique race, right? Like, so you've got to get out there and not only do like a long run, you've got to follow it up with some sort of a smaller run. Like, you got to do a shakeout run, um, you know, a day or two later, uh, and really see how you feel. You know, I read I read an article in Runner's World uh, recently where it said, you know, especially when it, with regards to tapering, because tapering is always something that runners are screwing with, right? Like, it's, you know, when do you when do you taper? When do you you know how much do you taper? Like, what? Basically, they explained it pretty perfectly. So when you're at a point where you can basically bound up the stairs, like if you run up the stairs and you're feeling good, you can just kind of hop and bound, and and you're at that point, 
you've hit the perfect recipe. And I thought that was perfect because it was like, okay, because how many times do you do a long run and like two or three days later, you're still kind of sore. You're kind of slow to get around. Um, you know, when do you find that perfect balance where it's like you've done your long run, you've done your, 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 your major training, yeah. and now you're at a point where you're feeling good and you're ready to do it again. Yeah. You know, so I think, I think you got to kind of find that balance and that, that's where we're at right now. It's, it's finding that balance. It's really tweaking those little things that you do, whether it's nutrition before, after, or during a race, or it's... And like, like you said, said with, with your boss, boss and you're like, like, I haven't been, been sleeping, sleeping, right? No. She's been getting you up, you haven't sleeping good. Well, remember, remember that, that is going to be, a, you know, a factor in dopey because now you haven't been sleeping good for about like four days before the race, you know, depending if you have a travel day. Your 5K, 10K, and half. And now you're going to get to your phone, and you're going to be right kind of where you were, where you haven't been sleeping well. How do you deal with that? Can you well, deal with that? How do you mentally get past that? That's what's what you kind of got to work on. And I think it's important for us to realize that, you know, the majority of the people that do these these uh, run Disney races and, and the, the majority that are doing these these dopey races are... We're not elite athletes. We're not, right? We're yeah. we're people with families. We're people with obligations. We can't spend all day and every day running. We've got to kind of sneak it in when we can, right? And and when it's kind of convenient. And 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 the more we kind of put it off, the more we're kind of screwing ourselves. Because <laughs> and and I hate to be blunt about it, but it's like at some point you got to be, you know, you know, yeah, we're busy and yeah, I have a life and and I have all these obligations. But at some point you've got to make the time for yourself. Yeah. To, to really commit and th- and that's always the biggest com- you know component with marathon racing to begin with spending three or four hours on a day it's time consuming you have to give up just to run you have to like for me personally my job i wake up at 2:50 in the morning right mm-hmm. that sucks like life sucks when you get up at 2:50 in the morning five days a week and then here i have my day off and i set an alarm for 6 a.m to go run like what am i doing it's finally my chance to sleep in but i'm like I, I have, have to get, get it in. in. And and for me, like... There's sacrifice. I knew going into this weekend, this was going to be my last chance to get a really good big run in, right? So I wanted to do at least 20. And it comes on the heels the day after my uh, my 11th anniversary. We knew the kids were going to be uh, at my parents' house for the night so we can go out and actually enjoy a night out without having to worry about anything, have a good dinner. But we had a good dinner and we overindulged a little bit, right? Like we had a couple of drinks and... and you know, we, we had food that we don't normally have, but I still had to make it a point the next day to go out and spend, you know, on a, on a day where usually <laughs> the normal person would want to just stay in bed all day or just hang out where they didn't have to worry about having their kids around or whatever. I had to spend four or five hours out running. Yeah, away, away from, from your, your wife. wife. That's and, time you know. away, exactly. And, yeah. and, you know, not to imagine, you know, to mention that we're very busy at home. We have things to do at home to get ready for certain things and and I get it it's it's crazy but at some point you have to be honest with yourself and say I got to do this I got to do it you have to because you can't you can't coast through a marathon we've set it before and you certainly cannot coast through dopey and I just hope we're driving that point home and, and and really you know making people understand the importance of getting themselves not just physically prepared but mentally because mentally to be out there for I mean, Jackie, when you did marathon, uh, uh, when you did Dolby last uh, two years ago, uh, you were you were out in the marathon course for I think seven hours. <laughs> I ran with someone who was well, but he, but regardless, but even then, like so, when you did your half, and this this always sticks oh, with me. Man. 
Because you, you, you've done a 5K, you've done the 10K, and normally people can get through those generally okay, right? But then you get to the half. And as you're running the half, you sit there and you realize, i got to do this again tomorrow times and two. And not only that, like times two. A half marathon is a long way, right? right? Yeah. And, and the, the whole, pretty, pretty much the majority of the half is the same, it's the same course as the full. So, so basically you're, you're running through, like, the, the highway street. street. And, and then, then you're, you're running, running through the park, and, and then, then you, you have, have that, that highway, highway at, you know, when you're going past Grand Floridian and, and Polly. And, and it's boring. It's kind of, it's boring. boring. Let's face it. I yeah. tell you, it's boring. And, and then, then you're, in your head, you're like, oh, my God, I have to do this all tomorrow. And not only that, I have to do 13 miles more. And and another thing to stress is, you know, some people can get by. I just said, I ran with someone who wasn't trained. They finished, right? We were out there all day. Like and, not and not only that, that they couldn't walk, walk the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Barely, you know, a lot of pain. And, and, and that's what, you know, I stress to, you know, people I'm doing the race with. Do you want to be in agony, agony, you know, a weekend? Or do you want to go to parks, enjoy yourselves, and have fun? You know, so the sacrifices you make make it a little more rewarding in the end. Because you might be able to finish, and but you also might be in a lot of pain. So it's also important to note too that, you know, like for me when I did my 22 this week, I was I was really stiff around 16, 17 miles. You know, I had to take a little longer break. Hamstrings were tightening up. I had to walk the last few miles. And normally people would want to say I want to push through this, but I'm not going to do it in my training run. You want to get those things kind of worked out before you get to race day. Right? Like you want to know when you're when are you going to hit your wall? Uh, what kind of difficulties you're going to be facing it? you know, miles 17, 18, 19, 20. So when you get there, it's not a surprise, right? Like it's not, um, you know, so when you, you know, you know what you can push through, what you can't push through. I knew, I knew going, you know, when I did it, I, I could ultimately push through it, but I didn't want to do it then. You know, you don't want to be pushing through your training runs where you're going to hurt yourself and, and, and kind of screw yourself later on. But knowing that when you get to that, it, it's such a confidence builder too, right? You get to, if you can get to 20 miles, holy cow. You can do anything, right? Like you can, you can conquer anything, because it's just another, you know, what's another 10k to get you, get you to the finish, right? We've all done 10k, you know, 10ks. So, just from a confidence builder, you need to get these miles in, and you need to be able to do it uh, where you're not really hurting yourself, and you're understanding what works for you. And you know, Jack, you talked about the nutrition thing. What do you need with you to get through? Um, you, you know, nutrition, you need energy bars, you need, you know, beans, do you need whatever, um, additional hydration, you know, to, to confidently get you through these miles, and that's what you have to be working out at this point, and you need to be fine-tuning it, because uh, we're almost into November. And, you know, days are coming, and yep. life's chaotic right, right now, but, but I'm, I'm telling you, those, those weeks around, around Christmas, Christmas it, it yep. just, it, it, it just, just blows, blows by so, so fast. fast. And, and I feel I like, like, I think this year the marathon seems a little earlier. earlier. I mean, I, I know, know we're heading down January 2nd. We're, we're literally, literally going New Year's, you know, New Year's Day, and we leave the next day. Where I think in the past we weren't heading down to Florida until maybe the 7th or 8th. So it's going to come up quick. I mean, you're going right from Christmas, New Year's, boom. It's marathon weekend, you know. So give yourself the cushion. Give yourself the chance to, to hear your body, see what you need, learn what pain is normal versus what pain is not normal, you know, 
because I know my, my first marathon, I probably didn't train enough. And I remember mile 17 came. I thought I was, I thought I broke my legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I texted her, I think I have fractured chins. Like, I thought I had stress. You know, I always hear about stress fractures. Yeah. It's like, I, th- I think I have a stress fracture. I was texting my husband, something's wrong with my shins. I was in so much pain. It was right before mile 17. And, and I think I, think I stopped, maybe got a Thailand, Thailand, and I got a second wind, and then, then I was okay. okay. It, 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 that was just kind of normal pain. That was on a hill, and, and my body was just kind of hurting, but it wasn't necessarily an injury, you know? And, and those, those are things you learn on your, your training, training runs. So make sure you're – I guess our point of this is this is kind of what we're at, and we really want to encourage everyone to train well and be healthy and safe for this race. You can enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, again, it doesn't matter what training regimen you're following, whether you're you're being strict and following a Galloway, you know, or Hal Hayden, or whatever training plan you're following. It doesn't matter as long as you're out there doing it. And, and, and part of it, again, is that trial and error. What's working for me? What's not working for me? You don't want any surprises on race day. What equipment's working for me? Are my shoes still good? Um, you know, I just found out uh, last week when I did the half, I'm gonna have to get new shoes. You know, because I'm at a point. And typically, my, you know, I was, I thought I would be fine, but now I'm finding my shoes aren't going to be, you know, able to hold up through, you know, especially dopey, no way. But those aren't things yeah. you're going to know until you actually go out there and, and try them a little bit. So, again, you just want to minimize the surprises on race day, uh, and especially with dopey, where you're doing that many races, you know, every day, that early with that much money on the line. And and again, it's not about money. We don't do these things for that. Um, but that's a huge investment to sit there and invest in and not be ready for. Exactly. So. All right. So cool. I think we're, we're both, both in a pretty comfortable spot, spot at this point. point. So I was trying to so end on a positive note, Jackie, but then we, we, we distracted everybody with uh, <laughs> like, the Disneyland races and, and, and the fact yeah. they're not ready for Dopey. Is there a positive note that we can we can end on uh, this well, week? Like, let's just, you know. Congrats, Congrats those, those who are, who are training, training, doing well. Keep, keep it up. up. If, if you're not, it's not, not too late. late. Get no, started. it's still keep there's still time. So, so we're just, just I, guess I guess trying to inspire, inspire motivate, motivate, get you going. going. Um, because we, we all want to have a good time. time. We want to have fun. Mhm. We don't want to be sitting in our rows of ice packs. We can't. So let's you know. Let's go enjoy the parks. Let's enjoy each other and and those joyful miles meetups that we will have once it comes time. Because we will have some, one or two. Uh, once we get to, you know, a little closer, we'll iron out those details. Um, but we want to hear from you, as always. What are your thoughts on Disneyland? Um, you know, what do you think about the uh, indefinitely suspending the uh, Disneyland races? And, and how are you doing with your dopey training? Or even if you're not doing dopey, are you doing a marathon for the first time? Are you doing a half or a 10K? Are you doing the 5K for the first time? Uh, we want to hear about it. And, and how can we help you? Uh, one of the ways we can definitely help you is uh, by joining our Joy for Miles Running Club, where we can encourage you through your training. I know we kind of slacked in October, Jackie, uh, with regards to our training challenge, but we'll get that uh, up and going in November again. And, and this we, is on Facebook, Facebook, if you don't know. It's yes, through Facebook. Joy for Miles Running Club. Very, we try to be positive, create friendships, get to know each other more on a better level, because, you know, we want to get to know you as well, so... We do, and that's and, and I think that of of all the things we do, because you can find us on YouTube, uh, you can find us uh, obviously at the podcast and on our blog and on Instagram. We do a lot of things, but I think of all that we do, the community that we've kind of developed on Facebook at the Joy for Miles Running Club is 
I think one of my favorites. That's you my know, favorite. You guys are constantly inspiring me every day. Um, and, and I really want to keep that, that atmosphere going. So be sure to join us there if you haven't already. Be, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube uh, channel. Give us the thumbs up. Um, and leave a review. And also leave a review at our podcast. That also helps if you subscribe to our podcast. Um, let, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. That helps us get noticed a little bit more so we can spread our message of, of positivity. Uh, and sometimes tough love. And, and sometimes, you know, we're going to complain and, 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 and bemoan what's happening in, in the world, especially with <laughs> but Disney. But it is sad. I know. It is what it is. It is what it is. We will enjoy Walt Disney World and the races coming up there. And we will enjoy Avengers. And we will share as much as we can with you all about it. I know. I really want to go. really want to go. But I don't think it's going to happen. But... Um, but you know, now we'll just have to go to Disneyland just for the sake of going to Disneyland. So it is what it is. It's still a great place to go. Um, so again, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, really, really, really appreciate all of you. Uh, we're very humbled by a lot of the feedback that we've been getting lately too. Um, again, you know, from the from the, the, the stuff on the, the Joy Miles Running Club page, the Joy Miles uh, page on Facebook, and the Instagram. Uh, we are on Twitter. I know the Twitter has been kind of lagging a bit, but we'll get a little bit better with that um, as well. Uh, so for Jackie, Laura, who's not here this week with us, and myself, I want to thank you all for listening, as always. Have a joyful week, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye everyone! Want to take us out? <laughs> I don't know